0: Hello!
1: And welcome to The Martini Scale, where we talk movies over martinis.
0: And provide our perspective on what is and isn't worth watching.
1: We are three friends who all love film, so the goal of the show isn't to critique every detail, but to give you an honest perspective of what our experience was like when watching something.
2: And perhaps, more importantly, how drunk you need to be to enjoy it. I'm Sean. I'm Natalie. And I'm Lena.
1: And we have a special guest today. We do! Who are you?
3: (laughs) Hi, everybody. I'm Hannah. I uh, work in production. Um, but I'm really excited to be on for the episode today because I am a huge horror fan and, uh, I can't wait to talk about horror with everybody else
1: here. Oh my gosh. So that brings us to what we're discussing in this episode today. Natalie, tell us what we're doing in this special.
2: So We're trying something new it's here. It's right up your alley, I we're, feel like. We're trying something new. I think generally we're all fans of horror. Uh, I wouldn't horror. say horror, not whores, not
1: whores, horror. Well,
2: <laughs> some people might like whores. Lena,
1: Lena, it's another podcast.
2: Well, I'm just in that category, so you know. Oh, shit. <laughs> I hope you guys like me. Uh, we like horror genre films. Um, I feel like we're all fans. I wanted to bring in an, more of an expert in this field, too, Ooh, to do we have this. An expert
1: today. I, I feel like it. she's more of an A expert. A young than us. expert.
2: Young expert, great. Okay. A millennial expert, shall we Ooh. say? Ooh, do you want to be called millennial? I think Are she's you? fine with that. I feel like it has
3: a negative connotation. I think does too (laughs) super thrilled about it. (laughs) But it's an accurate. Is that like
2: the c word? (laughs) (laughs) But that's an accurate portrayal of your age range, correct? Yes, I am a baby. Okay, great. Well, technically, you're a millennial. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Agree to disagree. We've decided that we're all millennials for the sake of the podcast,
1: Lena. We're all young in our late twenties, early thirties. I'm not.
2: I like to be old because then I can complain about shit. So we're going to do a double feature episode today. We're going to talk about two movies, not as a face-off like we did with uh, Bird Box and A Quiet Place, because these movies aren't related to one another, but they are the horror movies that were both released in February. We wanted to make sure that we gave them enough time to talk about both of them, um, but maybe not dedicate two separate episodes for them. So the first half, we're going to start with The Prodigy. Second half of the episode, we'll talk about Happy Death Day to you.
1: Which I actually can't wait to dive into this because I don't necessarily classify Happy Death Day to you as a horror film, but we can talk about that.
2: we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. Can't wait to do that. We can start with Prodigy.
1: So, guys, it's time for our review of the week.
2: Ooh. Are we excited?
1: So, so excited. Before I read the review this week, I do want to say that um, there is someone out there. I'm guessing you're probably not listening to this episode, but you gave us a one-star review.
0: <gasps> Who
1: are you? And
0: We would like to win you over.
1: I actually don't give a fuck about that. What I care about. Oh, no. which, You know what? Here's the thing. You if know you, what?
0: Because, yeah, they're not going to listen again.
1: You were taught, like I was taught in my life, like if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And this person chose to not say anything nice, but also not say anything at all.
0: Well, I feel like if he gave us a one star, then we clearly have offended him in some no, way but here's the thing her though. him we or know her it, yeah, the here's him the thing though. Her. it could have been a her
1: but i wanted to actually read the one-star review like i wish that you oh would have... they
2: actually wrote no, it all? no they didn't. they didn't and
1: i wish they had because i would have loved to have read their one-star review we think it's
2: our friend scott <laughs> yeah scott you is know he, who
1: you are is he bitter about something why would he leave one star? i think that her?
2: he's not on the podcast well
1: he's welcome to Oh well, he
0: did not like it i had talked to him this weekend and he was like i listened and it was uh not good and I said, oh, you're not my friend. Ouch. Just what did, he,
1: did he have feedback about it? Maybe he's the one-star review. What did he say? Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. Well, he only listened to a, one of our first three episodes,
1: oh. which
2: the sound we was all great. know yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: the
0: sound was horrible on that. Um, so I encouraged him to listen to again, revisit. but I don't know if he has or will.
1: That's fair. Well, if we could pretend he's the one-star review then.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think we should talk about it like it is him. I don't think yeah. a
1: friend should leave one-star review, though.
0: Do that. Is he our friend? Would he, he? Is. Oh my God.
1: he? is. You should tell him to listen to this episode because I'm sure he's ego with like I'm that we're talking this. about yeah. him.
0: so he'll that's listen cool. to
1: it. <laughs> so our review this week comes from Tortor four four four, and I feel like we know who this is. I it's your friend Tori. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming because yeah, I don't have I ever met her. Um, I
0: don't she think so. She
2: loves. Th-
1: <laughs> I know of she her. Loves
2: this podcast. She I will just, text us constantly really? with her She's like, like, like oh. notes and stuff. It's oh, so cute. Then I'm so excited. It's super cute because it's literally like. Pages of notes and comments I love it. Is and it constructive questions. feedback? No, it's like she's a part of the podcast yeah. and she's giving her, like she has additional questions. Oh my God. Can we bring she's her on as her a guest? Thoughts? I would, love, I would to. love to. I would love to. I would love to. like Let's fly her in. Let's, oh my God. First class. She, first class. She, she, yeah,
1: we would love it. Okay. We'll pay for your Uber. It has
0: to be a very super cute movie. Yeah. We'll, she's, we'll find yeah, something. Yeah, we'll I
1: would even it. say let's let her pick the movie oh good idea if she's a fan of the show you're out
0: there pick the movie let us know
1: anyone that listens to the show I want to accommodate you as much as possible so (laughs) whatever you want Um, so her review is hell yes five stars fuck yeah Uh, this podcast is hilarious and amazing that's you don't always get both of those so this is good um, not only are these three very knowledgeable about the movie industry, but they also aren't afraid to say what the rest of us are thinking. Lena, Natalie, and Sean all balance each other out perfectly, and their incorporation of vodka just accentuates their personalities. They make me want to watch more movies. Love the martini scale. That's
2: so cute. Thank you, Tortor. Thanks, I love Tori. it, Tori.
1: We appreciate you. All right, so there will be spoilers in this episode, so if you haven't seen either of these films yet, it's not our problem. Figure it out before you listen to the rest of the show. Um, lena do you want to tell us about this where they can follow us on social media
0: yes um if you're on the twitter we're the martini scale if you are um, a millennial you were on the instagram yes if you are an old person we're on the facebook
1: oh look at that we've got all the bases covered mm-hmm. um and i'm guessing scott is not following us on any of our social channels. probably
0: not we, i'm gonna guess no
1: okay that's fair. <laughs> Natalie. Can you tell us what we're drinking today? Because this martini is...
2: I've already sucked half of it down.
1: Tartly delicious.
2: Tartly del- delicious. Mm-hmm. So...
1: I took the leaf out, by the way, because I don't like leaves in my I don't food.
2: Remember when he called you a rosemary pine last time? Yes. One of the yes. times before. Mm-hmm.
1: did. It looks like a pine tree. It was... All... Okay.
2: So this martini, I was really trying to find like a red martini that would be like... Blood. Look bloody and like really fun, yeah, and I wanted it to be a little more bloody. Yeah, that didn't really work out here, so now we're just with a mixed berry and mint martini. It's delicious. I I had a name for the martini. As I was looking up recipes. It's it supposed wild to be berry? a bloodthirsty martini. This Ooh. is not what that is. Bloodthirsty. <laughs> so maybe on another horror movie podcast I will actually get a recipe that is a little bit more red than this. I want it to have like that red corn syrup. Yeah, I was gonna say like, this yeah, is like trippy. a pinkish more than yeah. red. I think I'm gonna have to come up with something else. So okay. That's fair. it it was intended, it truly was, I put a lot of effort into <laughs> trying to get this. red. Oh, wait, don't red, they have that not. vampire blood vodka? Wasn't there something we had like that before? I have never purchased anything oh, like that, but we I we didn't. I think someone gave it. to I us don't know that
1: I want to drink oh. that ever in my. It body. was just like a red vodka. Okay,
2: interesting. Right. Well, next Anyways. next time I'll hit it out. I mean, it tastes good. Oh, I like delicious. it, um, but it's just not. And I was, I muddled the raspberries and blueberries in there she because muddled. I muddled.
1: Okay. Um,
2: because I was hoping she that had, would she brought a full bar. Okay. Yeah. I was hoping that would bleed some of the color into the vodka as well. Oh, interesting. Um, and it did not. <laughs>
0: Well, did okay. you muddle the blueberries? I did. Blueberries But that makes and it
1: purple.
2: You should just muddle the red stuff. Okay. I, it's, okay. Well, the drink isn't purple. It's filthy. Okay. Okay. I think we've talked about this long
1: enough today. Sean <laughs> um, so, is over it. Sean's over it. So I'm going to say... We're gonna do this differently than to Natalie's point than we did like the Bird Box Quiet Place episode because in that one we actually like went back and forth between films. In this one, we're gonna do like one movie first and then we're gonna do the second one. We're gonna start with Happy Death Day.
2: Oh no, let's start with Prodigy.
1: Okay, so we're gonna start with the Prodigy. Perfect. And if you wanted, if you came for Happy Death Day, then maybe fast forward like twenty minutes into the podcast. That way you don't have to listen to this. But we'd love it if you stayed for the entire. Yeah, stay for the whole thing. Cool. Um, The Prodigy. So. Oh, the prodigy, where to begin? It's a 2019 horror film directed by Nicholas McCarthy, and it stars Taylor Schilling, Jackson, and Jackson Robert Scott. There's more people, but you probably don't know who they are. The plot centers around a child whose disturbing behavior signals that they are an evil, possibly supernatural force, um, possessed him.
2: Yeah. The Force possessed him.
1: Okay. Um, forcing his parents to investigate whether sinister forces are involved. The film was released in the U.S. on February 8th by Orion Pictures, which I just want to say for a second like, I haven't seen an Orion picture in like. Yeah, they're like, revamping that. Since the 90s. Okay, cool. Um, at the time of this recording, it has grossed over $12 million against a $6 million budget, which is uh, kind of cool because that means that they left it open for a sequel. There's, there's going to be a sequel. Um, and it's received mixed reviews from critics who praised the performances but criticized the story. I'm okay, excited for that. That should be in. backwards, but anyways. Totally backwards. Okay. Natalie, do you have any trivia for us about this movie?
2: Um, I do. It's not a ton of trivia. I just kind of was looking up the writer, um, Jeff Bueller. He doesn't have a ton of credits before this Bueller. movie. Bueller? Bueller. I had to do that, sorry. Um, he only Bueller. has one feature before this, which is the Midnight Neat Train. <clears> um <throat> I'm sorry,
1: what was that movie called? Midnight Night train. train. And I
3: actually have a very specific memory of watching in, is that a gay porn midnight, midnight no it's midnight. not it's oh. uh it takes place on i think the new york subway i never got to see it because i was too young but i remember watching <laughs> you were too young
1: it was like yeah. last year no when did it come out
2: <laughs> oh i was like
1: <laughs> she's like it came out in 2007
2: oh my god my mommy like wouldn't it, let me watch I it i it like 2008 or 2009 <laughs> yeah it probably was about that
3: <laughs> i am much much younger than everybody else oh thank you for the reminder of that <laughs> <laughs> um but I, I now I can't remember what movie I was watching. But Midnight Meat Train,
1: the trailer. So I'm, not, I'm never not gonna laugh when I hear that.
3: <laughs> the trailer was before like every horror movie mm-hmm. that I got from Blockbuster that year. It was great. So
1: you know what Blockbuster is, but the movie's old for you. That's weird, because I feel like Blockbuster like is such a distant memory for me. So like,
3: we used to go. My mom would take us to Blockbuster like, every I was four. Friday. I was not four. I was in second grade. <laughs> oh my she's god. She's like I was seven.
1: <laughs> Fuck you. I was seven. Not four.
2: Okay. I was in second grade. I was five. Anyways, so this guy, it, that's been his only feature. Okay. Um, and to me. But do we say who's in Midnight
1: Train? I've never heard of this film. No, Is it I,
2: Jason Statham? It's, isn't it Bradley Cooper?
1: Shut I the don't fuck think up. he's in that no, He would never I do thinking? a movie There's called Midnight Train.
3: I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out.
2: It's the guy that was in uh, Gone in 60 Seconds. He plays like one of the. Like he steals the cars with the snakes? Is Bradley I, Cooper it was, right? It was.
3: Bradley I am Cooper. right,
2: <laughs> guys. I'm telling oh you right God. now. Do not, do not
0: think that I don't know who's in movies that I have. So there's a helicopter damn. flying
1: overhead. It could be Bradley Cooper arriving to the Oscars because we're recording this on Oscar Day. He's
0: on my shirt.
1: Oh, I do want to say oh, that. Um, who's we're, the other
2: guy in
0: it?
3: Uh, it's Vinny Jones, Bradley Vinnie Cooper, Jones. Jones Leslie Bibb, in 60 seconds, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Leslie yes. Bibb and Brooke Shields.
1: Brooke. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Do you know who Brooke Cooper. Shields is? Yeah. Okay, good.
2: So Vinnie Jones plays like the killer, and he's got this massive like, not like, is it like a big cleaver, like a Thor-type hammer cleaver mm-hmm. thing that he's like, cleaver's not the right, like a meat no. tenderizer, Yeah, a large yes. meat tenderizer. Yes,
1: What's the, the difference tender- between a tenderizer we and a cleaver? Had,
0: had uh, a t- t- cleaver midnight meat train. Night.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, that does make sense. A
3: tenderizer train. is like that big hammer thing that you... Hit
1: me with. Cook to make it. more Yeah, tender. but it makes like, me. It's soft. like beveled.
0: Oh, is that a word? Beveled. It's
2: beveled. Is that the word? That is a word, but maybe mm-hmm. not for that.
0: But it's got like dips and cones and
1: right. I gotta know I what don't is it like meat. to watch know, this happen. Guys. What is it like to watch this happen live? Like, how is we, this for you? We
2: have an audience tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we have a, We have an audience, and she's drunk, and it's. Great. i
2: still haven't finished the trivia it's uh, we oh, need yeah. to move okay. this along i just so like I mean, to point out that i am right yes and we're drunk again. we're yes. all drunk so his horror career is definitely horror, horror career Need to
1: enunciate that word
2: horror career okay. horror is uh chugging along quite nicely post midnight meat train i love that she's
1: actually that she wrote that notes <laughs> i did that his it. career is chugging along quite nicely you that in your notes
2: for real? get it
1: the meat train <laughs> chugging along okay. that's why
2: i did it <laughs> See, I made you laugh. I'm happy. We bring the jokes, people. My job is done. Anyways. Wait, she wrote her notes on our show. I did. Oh, I did. Okay, So It's a first So, anyways, see, so he because his movies know. coming up is Pet Cemetery, the re- redo of that, uh, Jacob's Ladder, and Grudge. So he's redoing a lot of movies. So his stick so
1: his his is wow. like he redoes he's old redoing. movies from the but 90s. But this
2: wasn't a redo of a movie. Know, so we Redoing all of I
1: know. So Pet Cemetery. I've seen the trailer. Ugh. Not not interested. I'll watch am, it, but it looks stupid. I'll watch
2: it. But oh, I am honest. so excited about really?
1: Pet Cemetery. So have you seen the second trailer? Because there's a the new se- trailer. So
3: the second trailer, I think, is maybe just a bad trailer. The first trailer was so
0: good.
1: Oh, so I'm opposite. Oh, I know. I,
0: yeah. I, I think
3: the second trailer was bad. The second
1: trailer has sold me in ways that the first one did not.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, Jacob's Ladder was like a weird 80s, 90s yeah. movie, right? Yeah.
2: I love that so movie, though. So one it's other creepy. thing that I, I, I have is trivia in here. Um, it's a quote from Taylor Schilling, oh, gosh. who is I'm the sure lead actress contains in this. a ton of insight. She says, as an actor, what I'm finding is that I really like extremes. I think that it's really fun to play with. And I thought that that was interesting because I've never seen her show any extreme or wait. any range in any <laughs> of her wait, acting do, ever. Wait,
0: hold on. Are people actually considering her an actor? Yes. Uh, oh, I thought she was just like
2: a person they put there. I she's think by blonde. definition, if
1: she appears in a film, she's. She
2: I think they just put her there. blonde. Her I just think she is flat, 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 Ooh. flat, flat. Oh, Can't oh, wait to them. dive Anyways. in.
1: So on that note, Natalie, why don't you tell us what you enjoyed about this movie? What are your favorite scenes?
2: I do want to say I don't oh. think I had any drinks going into the movie, which is. Rare. I don't know. Maybe I did. I my memory's gone. Uh, for the first five to ten minutes of the movie, I thought it was Taylor Kitsch playing the husband. <laughs> like, oh, I was, like, God. so excited because I was like, wow, look at him getting more movie roles. Like, I was pretty excited. And then I was like, wait, that doesn't look no. totally like him. Okay. Anybody said else this
0: to me and I was like...
3: Did anybody
2: mm-hmm. else... I know Lena didn't feel that way, but did anybody else think I that? I
3: thought he was Ted from uh, Schitt's Creek for the first, like, scene that he was he was in the movie oh because really? he was out of focus so I was like oh my god it's Ted
2: so I feel maybe it was like that it was out of focus something that was like I was like oh good for Taylor <laughs> not Taylor Schilling but not, not Taylor, Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift either anyways um, so Cute. I will say favorite scenes We're going thank to talk you about for this. laughing
1: at me audience member I caught you a little
2: smirk <laughs> so uh, the favorite scenes, I do have to say, this is a tough one. It's kind of hard to pinpoint any one scene because I didn't feel like anything was like perfect, stand out in my mind. And, Spoiler
1: alert, Natalie didn't like the film.
2: And I blame that on Taylor Schilling because she was in all of it.
1: I blame her for everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The scene I like most, which I think is one of Sean's favorite scenes, she's not in it.
1: You peeked at my notes? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Natalie. Yeah. not supposed to do
2: that. Hannah? Do you have a favorite scene from this movie? Yeah.
3: Um, so I would say not necessarily favorite scenes, but I had two scares that I really liked. Okay. So the first one was when um, Miles is sitting in his room with his back to the door and Taylor Schilling walks in and she, she's like trying to get him to turn around to her. And then he does, and it's the the murderer's face, which is not what I was expecting. Like I knew there was yeah. going to be something there, but the fact that it's this old man's face on the child's body, like, I did, I really jump. That was, that. I did jump. I liked that it. Um, and then the other one was when. Um, Taylor Schilling was in the hallway and Miles was at the other end. And she does that, like, weird... She's, like, standing, like, arched... She, like, reaches out for him in, like, the most fucking bizarre way I've ever seen (laughs) anybody reach for anything. Because she's a great actor. She's awful. I hate her. (sighs) Um, And then he runs to her and it turns into the man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, So I thought that that. was really cool. Mm I loved
0: that. Yeah.
3: Mm
2: -hmm. Lena, favorite scenes?
0: Well, I think... for. I didn't really like the movie, but I will say there were the, those. I liked how they in, included that weird murderer guy into this little kid, and I thought the little kid was great. So I think my favorite scene was when he was in that Halloween costume because he was still he was a weird kid, but then, I understand. But it. then all of a sudden it was like the Halloween makeup where he like wiped off half the face, and then he like I know it was in the trailer, but like when he looked at himself. He, like, looked at himself like a different person. And I kind of felt like at that moment, he changed. And I know, like, later on, spoiler alert, they said that at some point in your age or whatever, like, you change and you can't go back. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like maybe that was the moment. Because he looked at himself like that person was coming through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, but the kid's great. And i, I he was so fantastic. Yeah.
2: I, cinematically, that was a really cool I loved it. visual for mm-hmm. us to see. Like, I thought it was really... Like, the makeup was done well, which I was like, also... I shouldn't be thinking these things, but I was like, who did this kid's makeup? In, in real life, if I'm in this movie, did Taylor Schilling, the mom, do his yeah, makeup? Yeah, right. Because it was pretty... Like Good. spectacular. Mm-hmm. I really liked it, and I liked it, and it was like cut was like off skeleton just, the, and just like yeah. held
0: in the mirror, just for that one second to be like he's not him anymore. Yeah, I was
2: like, did he go get his and makeup it changed for, for Halloween?
0: me? And I was like, okay
2: there's something yeah. going on. With Did him. they have a makeup artist come to the house to do his makeup? <laughs> I had a lot of questions.
1: So you're saying that the, the, that thought took you out of the actual film because you're thinking about I was thinking about yeah. a lot okay. of that stuff. Well, okay. It was very
0: good. It was really yeah. Yeah, I liked it. I, I, that was for me where the, it changed where I was like okay yeah we know the kid's crazy but like this is a, he's crazy in a specific way now. Yeah. Sean?
1: I always combine my favorite scenes with what worked well or we not doing that's that fine. here. No that's okay. fine. Yeah sure. Um, unlike you guys I actually like this movie. And we can dive in a little bit more into why I felt that way. But um, in terms of favorite scenes, the scene with the therapist Mm -hmm. where, like, the kid Mm. threatens him, literally, like, so the whole time I'm sitting there thinking, like, this kid is, like, clearly, like, what, 11 or 12, maybe, maybe 12 at the most. 10. 10? I don't know. Like, there's some pretty harsh things that this kid is saying Mm -hmm. in the scene. And I'm thinking, like, was this a voiceover actor? Because, like, I hope to God that kid did not have to say these things in this scene to these people because, like, it's pretty intense. Um, and then the scene with the mom or the victim and the mom, rather, I just, I thought that they did a really good job of like creating the tension of like, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen because you think the kid's out in the car sleeping or whatever. And like, you know, that he's clearly not like, I just, um, I don't know. I think, so I'm I'm going to transition into things that worked well for me because I feel like I've heard a lot of people say that this film was like a really predictable horror film and, I completely disagree with that. Like, if you predicted that the mother was going to kill the woman at the end and that the mother would be killed by a random farmer, then, like, bless you, because that was not on my radar at all. Um And I, I felt like the scary scenes were genuinely scary. And, like, the one example I'll give is, like, the scene with the babysitter. Like, I was genuinely scared when she's, like, walking down the stairs. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. And I thought that it was a really interesting choice for this director because he would... He would lead you to a place that you felt was going to be predictable, i. e., when she's walking down the stairs, like what he's going to come and push her down, the, what something's going to happen, right? And that never happened. Like there's another scene where like the mom's walking like downstairs into the living room, and you think the kid's going to appear, and he never does.
0: I will just say I'm glad there wasn't a nail on the stairs, like a quiet. It place. was a broken it made glass me ruin it's it close for to me. the same thing.
2: Okay, but it's like, like, let me just remove the nail that we're all used oh. to seeing, and we're going to put a broken glass there.
1: But my point so is so that you know something. You're expecting something quote unquote predictable to happen, but like that thing that your mind is thinking is going to happen doesn't actually come to fruition. And I think that there's something really interesting about that because that for me transcends the typical like horror predictability because you're like, oh, she's going to go in the basement. Like, don't go in the basement. You know what I mean? Don't go into the dark place. But like, even though she's doing that, the thing that you think is going to happen never actually happens. And I actually found that really interesting because every horror movie has been done before. So the fact that they did something slightly different in this one. But it
2: does happen. She steps on the glass.
1: She steps on the glass. But you you think that he's going to come and do something specific he to her. He did that to her. But in the he, he already set that up for her, though. Like, it wasn't like he didn't appear and, like, push her down the stairs and no. try to kill her specifically.
2: And he was downstairs. You can see his silhouette in the window when the mom is walking downstairs. But she
1: also didn't like die, which would have been like the super predictable. That would've been great. That movie would have (laughs) been over. Oh, okay. So anything else that worked well for you ladies?
3: Well, just to backtrack on something that you said earlier. So um the little kid was given a PG version of the script, so he didn't say any of the stuff in the therapist's office. They had oh, a voice actor. God,
1: I, it I feel much better about I that. I feel
3: better about that too. Thanks for
2: that trivia. Yeah, Thank you. Because some of
1: the things great. that he was saying to that therapist, I was like, yeah. I would not feel comfortable as an actor saying those words. I can't how did imagine. They, how
2: did they get his lips to move then? He if didn't, he's not though. Saying, they cut away
1: from so. him. If you paid attention, and I was paying attention to I that because I was attention like, attention there's enough. no way this kid is going to say those I things.
0: was thinking the same thing too because I was like, oh, God. He just says some very like, sexually.
1: Right, that's what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. if I was the parent of that kid, I would not yeah. want him to even know these words existed, you, let alone Hannah. speak that them was, on film.
0: Because I feel yeah. like we were all kind of
2: thinking that. Cool. Interesting. I thought it, but I I was but like, well, a, well, somebody's they could do this. They
1: cut away from his face when I, they were focusing more on the therapist when he was saying yeah. those things, mm-hmm. and they were him. And that's the only way that scene worked, because if he was actually speaking those things, I, that would have been really uncomfortable with that.
2: Okay. Um, I will say things that I thought worked well. I will say... I generally liked the idea of the movie. I really did. I thought the, uh it felt fresh and new, this concept of, like, reincarnation and kind of exploring the mythology behind it. Um, I would like to learn a little bit. I wish they had shown a little bit more about, like, the backstory and the mythology of that and how they, like, locate their host body because I felt like that was a little bit too easy that it's like, oh... He died, and then this kid was born right after. He was after. reincarnated, I
1: don't know. though. Like, that's what...
2: Yeah, I guess I wanted... That was to, enough for me. I wanted to see more of, like, when this has happened. Because it, they tell... Well, they go also, back to one story. because well, also,
0: too, clearly... Uh, well, maybe not clearly, but, like, I felt like he was in the same state or in the same... Because if how she went and found this lady who escaped from the guy, mm-hmm. I don't feel like she lived in another... like another state they were like in the same area yeah. i don't know i gotta find
2: him when they her, start talking about reincarnation they go to see like the therapist and like mm-hmm. the the specialty people in mm-hmm. this area i think they talk about another previous case, but they don't really get into like how that started for that kid and how they kind of discover that mm-hmm. reincarnation is a thing that they should be aware of. I disagree of with you. Attention.
1: I felt like the way that they introduced the therapist mm-hmm. that had the, like he was well versed enough in what was going on to be able to understand what was going on, that was enough for me. Like I didn't need them to dive in even deeper into that mm-hmm. because it felt to me like he was he he knew what was going on.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I, I would have liked to have known how he knew that though.
2: I think it's just it's, it's an interesting world that I don't yeah. feel like I've yeah. really seen that often. So like, if you're building a franchise or kind of genres of like mm-hmm. subgenre of horror, I think that could have been really fun.
0: It wasn't predictable in the sense because I don't have a lot of reincarnation like horror stuff that comes to mind. <laughs>
2: yeah, no, I want
1: experience. In your life. I guess I no, want to
0: know I know
2: what, for, I want to know the
0: rules of this right, world. Right, but like are. I, yeah, I want to know like what led you to, now this is the expert that we listen to instead of the expert that like knows to, to how to talk to ghosts. You, you know, like it's always that. That's where, fair.
1: Like, I just felt like the introduction between like the first therapist and then the guy that knew everything or understood things a bit more clearly, I felt like that was enough of a transition for me to be like, oh, he's an expert in this field. He Well, because
0: I think she was a, a child therapist just...
2: In general. But yeah. she
1: knew and this guy who happened to have a background in right, reincarnation. But,
2: so then she passed it on to this Which guy. But then it's like I don't, need, I don't need an introduction as to no. where he went to college and got no. his degree from. I but want like, to know more the about story, the rules of this the world. Of it. Yes. And yeah. how
0: he knows Because I,
2: I do find that world interesting. Yeah. Let's explore it a little bit more. That's Let's fair. get away from Taylor Shelling yeah. as much as possible. Oh God. Just
1: Okay. Just Anything else that works well fire for her. you ladies?
2: Oh and the kid. He is fucking Oh so yeah, I love crazy. that kid. He is yeah. so you know he's the kid, talented. he's Georgie. I did not realize I didn't know that. that. Either.
1: I did the after it? the fact, it made sense. But that scene in it where he's in the garage, or the basement at the like in the middle of the movie where he does that like, oh my god, I hate that scene, scary but okay, shit. Good. I like,
2: thought that kid was so, so he's so cute too he's like a handsome little know, man when his hair was so slicked back i was like <gasps> and that little like mole on his face
0: <laughs> he's adorable but he's
1: scary and so not like creepy enough though to like pull I, off i the... hate creepy kid movies
0: so i yeah. mean yeah
1: i just don't like kids <laughs> in general so like creepy At cemetery
2: kids. i'm like oh, geez, i know more let's let the kids be creepy all
1: right do program. you want to move on to what did not work
2: Oh yeah, we got a long long list of that. I don't think we really do. Short. Uh, I think it's uh, it's two words, Taylor Schilling.
1: Oh, interesting. <laughs> you know, it's funny I have I've heard my who stood out, who we be watching. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, you'll
2: be the only I one had, watching. Uh,
3: go ahead. Um, I mean, just to bounce off the Taylor Schilling thing, she I don't I, we really I mean, don't like we all, <laughs> I think we all hate her, but um the in the very beginning when she's like in labor and going through the whole birth process, like I've never generally like there's more acting that's done there where like people are like, Oh my god, I'm in pain and she's just like chill and she gets excited about hearing the baby's heartbeat like she's hearing it for the first time. I'm no, just like to <laughs> notice that I was like, Are you actually
0: in labor? Like what's <laughs> what is <laughs>
3: happening like if or
2: you... is this an ultrasound? I know, yeah. I was like, if you never had a fucking sonogram before this? It's so weird. I I totally clocked that too. It, okay, what else did you not think worked well?
3: Um. We can go around to somebody else while I think more about it because it, trying to narrow down
0: the list and. Uh...
3: Like
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: well, yeah, once we get to Sean, he will have a list of what.
1: I'll go because my list is actually really short. In fact, it's kind of ironic. The only thing I didn't like about the movie was the dog. The oh. way that they like killed off the dog, and like that you had to, like, I. I am not somebody like I
0: will say that was predictable.
1: Well, it was predictable once you knew that you could see the dog throughout the movie like having weird reactions to him and so you're like, Okay, well the kid's obviously gonna kill the dog. But for me, I am not a person that ever like closes my eyes or has to like cover my eyes for something in a movie. I'm like, No, just fucking watch it. I could not when I when the reveal of the dog being dead came, I was like, there's no I I have this thing with dogs. I can't can't watch can't see dead animals i don't want to see a dog's purpose a dogs whatever those things are like i don't want to watch dogs die it's not my thing so when i saw that the, the, we're getting toward like the reveal of the do- the dead dog i was like no this is
0: well you're talking to one of the biggest animal Same. people ever no we both are though it's uh, like but, but to me i was like it was so predictable that this dog is gonna die i don't care but about did you want to
1: see it. the dead dog though it
0: wasn't it hit, its feet were cut off it I don't. Hands. I don't know. I
1: didn't see it. I covered my eyes. So also, it's not like
0: it was slit from like throat to balls. Oh God! It had its feet cut off. It's okay, like-
1: Lena. There's pe- there's children listening to this okay, podcast. There's the, not children listening to this I'm podcast. Just saying. I'm just saying the
0: revenant when the fucking bear and he's inside of the thing oh, and like that's yeah. a whole. Di- I can't watch any. But of He's that. inside of the horse. The horse. Yes. Sorry. Oh, yes. Okay. The horse.
1: That's, I don't. I can't that do
0: way. that. That mm-hmm. I can't
1: do. Also, the dad character just annoyed me in the sense that like I actually never felt like he liked the kid anyway. <laughs> so it was like I know, he, was, he was so
2: quick to yeah, turn on the kid. <laughs> to-
1: like immediately, like after the kid's well, born, he's like, I don't like you. And, it's like, and okay, also, cool. I don't just
2: left them in the house. He was like, I feel uncomfortable with this kid. Good luck. I feel like that was script they just threw
0: that guy away because they wanted taylor to be the star and it's like i'm sorry but this guy's hot i want him to be the
1: star i wanted him to be in the movie more too and then when he dies at the end i'm like oh that was the only good thing yeah
2: Yeah. i mean i think generally what i feel like didn't work well obviously is taylor shilling the the idea (laughs) she's the worst the what i was when i left the theater i honestly thought okay this is what happens when you have an interesting idea a mediocre script and a terrible actress. Like this is like you have a, a a script that maybe isn't great, but maybe if you got really good actors, they could elevate it. They could sell those things. And I, I would even say
0: we saw a trailer for something yesterday, and we were like, "Why are they reviving this person?" What did what? And I will say, Ooh. I would rather have seen her do this yeah, yeah, than Rona. Taylor.
1: What trailer did you see, Lena?
0: La yeah, Llorona, the Curse of
1: La,
0: La Llorona, with Linda so Cardellini. Yeah, that I would have much so. rather have seen her. She's do a better this. actress than Taylor. She is for a better sure. actress. Yeah, I and just she's not my favorite actress, mm-hmm. but Taylor is the worst.
2: Yeah, it's just everything she does. Moments is where the it's worst. like I, there's so there's so much that happens with Taylor and this character and the range she needs to feel and express as an actor. And I never felt any different. Like, just her being scared and awkward by him felt uncomfortable. And, like, she, I don't know. It's just, like. Remember those days of um, horrible Rosamund Pike?
1: <laughs> oh, I like Rosamund Pike. Oh, yeah. She's I like her now. until
0: Gone Girl. Everything yeah. before that, she oh, was that. very tailor So flat. Flat, boring. Just
1: Like, <sighs> give me a movie. What movie?
2: Oh, um, um, Fracture.
0: Fracture.
1: Oh, I don't even remember her in that oh movie. Oh my god, Maybe it's that's good why. movie. Well,
0: that's why. Yeah,
1: okay. she's a werewolf. Um, so I'm just gonna say, like, this is. I have this. In, I have this in a note. For Jack Reacher, right? 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 Oh, she was in Jack Reacher. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember that was the mm-hmm. Sundance or Skydance days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We do not speak of Voldemort. Um, <laughs> I didn't mind Taylor Schilling. Like, oh. I didn't. I think I don't think I found her as annoying as you guys did. I, I'm indifferent to her. Like, I'm. I've seen a few episodes of Orange Is the New Black. I think that she's she's what she is like you know what you're getting when you watch her on screen regardless of whether it's a film horror or comedy drama whatever like she's just she's the personality that they're but having but if you're
0: not adding anything like why are you even in this industry no but one i would argue that a movie like this give though, someone else a chance and
1: natalie you can speak better to this than i can but like a movie like this i don't know that you're looking for like someone to stand out like in a horror movie, are you looking for like an actor to like show up in a way that you're like, oh my yes. god, that performance? Are you looking yes. for like, yes, I I hope really? everybody
2: is casting their films yes. to have an actor that is a decent actor really? and is going to feel do like a good job.
1: The story is what you're trying to have stand out. So like but, when I lo- but if
2: they need can, an actor to yeah, tell if that they story. can't convey the story appropriately, you've got somebody a mom who is like so in love and happy to be a mom and loves her kid. It's a single kid. They seem a little bit older, and they never had any other kids. Maybe there was difficulty in getting pregnant, having additional kids. So, like, I want to see how much fucking love there was for this kid turn into this, you think your kid might murder you one day, and your husband is just going to fucking abandon you in this house. Like, there's so much range to play with there, mm-hmm. and I never felt that from her. That's fair. It's weird
0: cause I just felt in my head when you were describing I was like, is it weird that I would like Leslie Bibb to be cast in this? I want Leslie Bibb to be cast in every. I, like, I think she would have been horror movie so yeah. much more. I
1: think I don't there's know who so. That is. Who's Leslie Bibb? Um, Leslie
3: Bibb was in Trick or Treat, one of my favorite movies. I don't know if I saw that. <laughs> She was just in, and well, she's married to Sam Rockwell. She's yeah, like, well, do you are have a? Don't you married. have a trick or treat tattoo? Yes, I do. Do we want to
1: talk yeah. about this? Is this the good time to talk about it?
3: Oh, a uh, weekend. There's not really a big story to it. Uh, just that I was at a house party, one of my friends' bands was playing, and then I walk into one of the rooms,
2: and there's this guy set up with like a tattoo stand. Shut up.
1: That's like my dream. That's the only way I'm ever going to get a tattoo. I have to be like at a party. Someone's like, "Here you go." Like I can't go to a tattoo. Yeah, I, I've
2: never even known this was a possibility. Yeah, Apparently, yeah.
0: it's a big thing in LA
3: where yeah, you go to house they do parties. They at and, parties now.
2: really? Oh, yeah.
0: Well, they do the, um, also, like, when you go, um, and have, like, a, I don't know, you can go to a store, and they'll have, like, different people around them, where they do, like, massages or something. thing. Now it's, like, a tattoo
2: person. I've heard of, like, Botox parties. No, 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 they do. (laughs) Natalie, that's more our age. (laughs) They do do (laughs)
1: tattoos,
0: (laughs) and they do piercings. By the way, my my friend's
1: ex-boyfriend just tattooed Lady Gaga.
0: Oh, really? Super weird. Um, um, we're also getting tattooed by him in three weeks.
1: Are you really? Cool. Good times. Both of you? Yes. Oh, did I tell you guys this already?
2: I don't know. Okay. Yeah, you did. Oh, over we talked, talked about this.
1: Yeah, so it. it was my friend Brianna, and you're like, you talk about her every so well because this you is... have three Brianna. But this is a different Brianna. Okay, That's but the, I okay. didn't know that at the time. Um, I did
2: not realize you got that at a house party. Yeah, I got it. It's pretty house well party. done. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, like for what it is, it's
3: uh, it didn't heal great, and the lines aren't very straight. Oh, is that but... like the film logo or something? <laughs> no, it's uh, so the the little boy Sam in the movie carries around the lollipop.
1: Okay, I never saw it. It's, and I'm I, open to seeing it, like I'm sure great. I love it, okay. it's so fun. Let's move on to Martini scores because we have a whole another movie to get through guys
2: oh yeah, that's right.
1: So Natalie, why okay. don't you tell us what the martini scale is? Lena, did you want to interject? you seem like you're okay
2: No, okay, okay, so um, i four martini. <laughs> This is, I did not enjoy, it was hard because it's like, I didn't have a lot of expectations going into it. And as I started watching the movie, I was like, oh, okay, this is a fun idea. And then it just really never, it it doesn't take a lot to, there's so many good actors out there. And it's really unfortunate that here, a name, and I say that with air quotes, is, more important than actually getting a good actor that can do the role I So think, I think the name of taylor Schilling is the thing that they thought could sell the movie yeah. sell foreign whatever because she's a part of orange is the new black and I think that that just Had anybody else been in the role that was a little bit of a better actor I think it could have been a much better movie
1: So Natalie didn't like it I think it's interesting that you didn't have any expectations going in because I told you how good it was
2: I know but I don't believe you <laughs> We
0: didn't believe you
1: Okay <laughs> On that note lena
0: Okay, I'm going to give it a four um, because, yeah, it d- didn't do anything. Uh, b- uh, but I want to give Taylor a five.
1: <laughs> oh, shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, f- she can be a ten. That was horrible. She's horrible. Okay, well. But I'm a four for the movie because I do like the kid. I do like the story where they were going. I don't think they fulfilled the story as much as they could have. Okay. But it was interesting because it was different.
1: Okay, I'm going to let our guess go last. I'm going to say my score is actually a two. Um because i don 't think you can have that many expectations for a movie like this, I think your expectations were way too high for okay. a movie called the prodigy that 's about a little kid that kills people like i just it 's a horror movie,
0: but what was he a prodigy of? He was just really smart,
1: yeah, he was obviously brilliant but that 's because he was reincarnated from some crazy serial killer in the past mm. so yeah that 's i don 't have expectations that high for a movie like this, and it's literally my my bar is like am I scared enough? Like, do you scare me three or four times in this movie? And is the suspense. Is there a through line of suspense? Cool. You got me on that note. Hannah, please tell us your Martini score.
3: Um, so I'm actually giving the middle of everybody. I would give it a three. Okay. Um, I thought the reincarnation aspect was fun. Like it wasn't yeah. just like a demon possessing a child totally. again. Um, that said, I did not enjoy the movie that much. Like I would never see it again. Uh, so yeah, Three. So Drunker the better.
2: <laughs> so I feel like not that I want to make you change your score, but I feel like if you have no intention to see this movie again, if it were on, you would not watch it again. And well, you want to okay. be drunk. So,
3: so I will, I will watch garbage movies mm-hmm. just to watch them. And a lot of times I'll turn on like, uh, like an objectively terrible horror movie in mm-hmm. the background while they're doing other things, or like to fall asleep to. You will fall asleep
1: to a horror movie. We need to go deeper into this because that's fucking creepy. I can't do that. But if they're yeah. A horror movie while you're falling asleep? Yeah. Do you have nightmares after? No. Oh, I would.
2: I feel like nightmares are just a continuation of the movie and I love them.
1: Okay. Natalie's fucking weird. (laughs) All right. So let's move on to Happy Death Day to you. Um, I'm going to give you the brief synopsis. So it's an American science fiction comedy slasher film written and directed by Christopher Landon. It stars Jessica Roth, Israel Broussard, Fee Vu, Rachel Matthews, and Saraz Sharma. Oh, and Ruby Modine.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And again, it follows... Matthew Modine's daughter. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. So what's interesting about this one, though, is it's... Um, I didn't realize the character's name was actually really Tree. Tree. Like yes. T-R-E-E. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she finds herself um, reliving the same day repeatedly after being hunted and killed by a masked assailant. Only now, her friends are also targets. Um, The film is a sequel to 2017's Happy Death Day, with Jason Blum again serving as producer through his Blumhouse Productions company. And this film was also released in February of 2019 by Universal Pictures, um, and it received mostly positive reviews from critics who praised Roth's performance, as well as the film's shift to a more sci-fi tone, although some noted it as derivative of the first film. Let's jump in. Natalie, do you have any trivia for us today?
2: Well, I think we never... We didn't do this podcast when this original movie came out, Happy mm-hmm. Death Day. So one thing I do want to say, uh, just as a pat on my own back, is that... Oh, uh, shit. Here we go. <laughs> so one of the previous companies I worked at actually had the option on this script back in, I think,
1: 2007,
2: 2008. The first one. hmm Interesting. And I read this... Obviously, Lena and I were reading a lot of scripts then, a lot of submissions, and this was... Was one of our favorites. Oh my God, by a long shot this was my most favorite script i had ever read and so i kind of always kept in touch with it because i always thought at some point if this doesn't get made i want to option this movie and get it made and then a couple of years ago i saw jason blum had optioned it. i was like god damn it. <laughs> makes <laughs> like, sense though. but at least i'll get to see the movie mm-hmm. so it was totally. really exciting to finally see this kind of come you know, alive for me. So it was really exciting. So that's a cool. little bit of trivia. Full
1: disclosure. I had never, I still haven't seen the first one actually. What? Um, no, I didn't so watch good. it. In fact, I tried to record it on my DVR a couple weeks ago. I own it, it.
2: So
0: if you want it, I'll send it to you.
1: Yeah. I'd love to watch it. Um, I f- will get into this. I fucking love this movie. And I was like, Natalie talks about it all the time. Like, I remember you talking about the first one, like even years ago, just like a nauseum. I feel like you've talked about this movie a lot. <laughs> and, I never really had interest in it to be honest with you. But watching this one, like, I have so many feelings about this movie. I can't wait to talk about it because I was so glad that you – the only reason I went to see it is because you recommended it Yeah, you'll love
0: the first one way more. Really? Yes. Oh, interesting.
1: Okay, Mm -hmm. cool. Let's dive in and talk about favorite scenes, what we liked. Hannah, do you want to go first?
3: Uh, Yeah, so one of my favorite scenes was when – they do that whole montage of Tree Killing Yourself to Hard Times by Paramore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> loved that. Um, especially when she goes into the mulcher. That, that was, was really fun. so funny. Um, and then I also really loved uh, was the Danielle, mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the sorority president or whatever. When she has that guy in her room and then she makes that comment about like, him being dumb as rocks. It was
2: <laughs> rocks don't have brains. Thinking,
3: yes, they like, can be dumb. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> so good. yeah. <laughs> yeah um and then so i actually this was shot at university of new orleans or university of loyola new orleans which is where i went to school oh. so it's like really funny oh, to cool. watch uh to watch stuff happening mm-hmm. you went to school and, there like
1: last year <laughs> no, not
2: okay. last year she it's, graduated three years ago calm oh, down fair uh never oh, graduated <gasps>
1: oh, i did it. not know that yeah. you don't need mm, a degree in 2019 it's fine
3: but yeah, so it's it's funny that they're like in the freshman dorms and walking mm-hmm. around the quad and like um the the building they come out of that's supposed to be the dorm building was where my world history class was. Oh So it, it's
2: fun to like watch that' really in New Orleans. That's really fun. Know. Yeah, that's exciting. It's funny, I was thinking about that campus. I was like, What a beautiful campus. Like I wonder where they shot this and that's as far as my thoughts went. So oh, yeah. well you, now you know it without me having to do any research. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what were your favorite scenes, Emily? would you like?
2: um my favorite scenes and this is like very spoilery, but I really loved the idea that they created these different dimensions and they brought her mom back in one of the dimensions and so did I her think, mom
1: die in the first one?
2: um she didn't die in the first one she. She'd been dead for a while. She's been dead, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, but you get to learn who Tree is and that she's kind of adapted or trying to adapt to this life without her mom. Right. So yeah. I think being able to kind of create... I've never seen that happen before where it's, you're creating this choice that this character is going to have to make in choosing these two worlds where that horrible life event that you've gone through but you have mm-hmm. mourned in some way and you've learned how to move on with life, it was, re- it was really, really interesting. So I thought I really liked that they did that. Because yep. I was like, I don't know how somebody makes this choice. It was, so I thought that was fantastic. Um, and then I loved the idea that the first movie totally was pure horror comedy, and how they integrated the sci-fi elements into It, it was really, really fun. I really liked that. And I thought it was a really, like... It's felt like a really seamless transition and a great answer to what did actually happen that caused her to be in this weird time loop because that's never addressed in the first movie. It just kind of happens. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's, so it's interesting for me as someone that didn't see the first one to have like a specific feeling and opinion about this one. I will tell you that um, I, I already said I fucking love this movie. I, I I can't even explain why. Like I just I loved the movie. Um but to your point, Natalie, the scenes specifically with the mom, like I was expecting going into this movie that it was going to be like a horror movie. And I was thinking kind of like Final Destination-y, like that's kind of like the theme that I kind of felt going in. Um, I wasn't expecting to have like an emotional connection to this film. And like the, the theme with the mom, again, I hadn't seen the first one, so I didn't have any context, but... The stuff, the scenes with the mom, like I cried. Like there were literally moments in this movie where I was like sad, and I felt like, like so bought into like this relationship. And so, I just I wasn't expecting like the heartfelt theme at all to this movie, and it was so so fun to watch. Um And the whole time, I honestly just felt like, God damn you, Natalie! Like you, you sold me on this movie in ways that like I I was still like eh, whatever it's going to be whatever. But like I loved this movie.
2: Mm-hmm. I have a question for you. Do you yeah. feel like you? felt lost or missed anything by no. not having seen the first one and seeing this movie. Nope.
1: And I wanted to talk about that because I felt like they had given me enough exposition with the first character mm-hmm. that you're introduced to in the movie to understand like the context of the film and to understand like this is kind of what's going on right now. So
0: with Ryan because it started with Ryan and yeah. having this mm-hmm. groundhog dig with him.
1: That set me up enough to understand like the context and like what I was going to be mm-hmm. in for. Um, And then when the Jessica Roth character came in, I did have enough context in the background to understand that, like, this was her movie, even, like, the first scene she appeared in, and that she had been the star of the first one. Um, But I didn't... I don't know. There was something about, like, once everything took off, like, I felt like I was involved in a way that, like, I didn't even need to know there was a first one in the movie.
0: But also my favorite scene was um, when Danielle she just walks up with her little bitchy self and you think she's gonna go off on tree like she always does and then she walks up and kisses Carter (laughs) was like I was shocked because I was like holy fuck why is she kissing him and then you they pan on Jessica and it's like she's like like, what the fuck and then I was like oh we are in another world like and then it caught on to me like, okay, something else is happening. And then I really loved how they incorporated like the nerds, you know, like, you know, the Asian guy, the Indian guy, this like mm-hmm. nerd girl with the cute hair and like um, this science science project that they're working on. And like, this is why she happened the first movie, like why this happened where she kept going back and back and back. And I was like, okay, all of that totally worked for me. I get it and i love how that incorporated into everything to give that second dimension of everything yeah. that now was happening.
1: So to go back to Natalie's question for a second, that was the one part that i did feel potentially having not seen the first one that i was missing some context with the like the peripheral characters. So like the fri- mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. sorority people and all that stuff. I
2: think they'll just give you a di- i don't think you needed to have watched the first movie to see this movie and enjoy it. I obviously you're an example Definitely, of that. Yeah. I feel like it allows you to have a deeper appreciation and more of I I don't, like a, you're thankful that their other characters are getting more time. Like yeah. the fact that they really expanded Danielle's character was so much fun because she was kind of like a side character that we really only got to see gotcha. a little bit of detail. But the fact how much they and integrated Ryan, her. Too. Because Ryan, Ryan was exactly. very much like that guy just opens the door and says something. Now, I do have a yeah. question
1: for you. Was she the lead guy who, like, I'm actually interested to, like, talk about him as an actor because he's, like, he's good. He's controversial. But he's, he's like, very I, I don't know how to describe him, but, like.
0: I feel like Shaw doesn't know that. No.
1: Were they were they together in the first one? Yes. They were? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I didn't necessarily understand that.
2: Um, I think we'll... Have Hannah touch base on him a little bit oh, later. Oh, Hannah, please. Uh, but Hannah, what did you think worked well? What did you like about it? And so what were I mean, some of your favorite scenes? So,
3: I mean the the hard time scene, but also when Danielle does that like blind person bit. It was just so <laughs> over the top and oh, it was unexpected. I don't. Yeah,
2: I loved that. Um, yeah. I was laughing out yeah. loud a lot yeah. during that scene. It was really funny.
3: Yeah, she's I mean, I pretty much love room. anything that Danielle's in. Mm-hmm. I think she's so funny. Um, like, all the times they would meet in the cafeteria, and they're doing the, the like, back and forth. There was just, like, so oh my many God.
0: funny and one time she had her, and her shirt was so cut down low, and she's like,
2: my head is in the middle here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she called him samosa. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> what did not work? Is there anything that you guys did not like? I will go first. Um, my only complaint about this film is that it felt a tinge too long to me. Like oh, I, f- I
2: said the same thing. I felt like
1: you could have probably shaved like 20 minutes off of it, and it would have been like the perfect movie.
2: Yeah, you get rid of that ending scene, and then it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I, I completely agree. I feel like it was too long. It kind of felt like it was going to end multiple times. Yes. There are movies that have multiple endings, so I didn't feel like as we're going through this, that it had multiple endings. It just like brought us to the peak of almost ending and then was like, oh, nope, we're not ending. Like I
1: didn't need to be in the hospital again.
2: Well, I I think that I understand how they're trying to loop back
0: and to like get into Mm -hmm. all those closing the dimensions and oh no, not closing it yet, blah, blah, blah. But then like the last like stupid wife thing. (sighs) Cut all of that out. Yeah. Cut all of the Gregory out. The professor. I mean, I, I mean, not all of it because, like, fine. I knew it was going to be this guy. But, like, it was too long. I
2: get that the professor was part of now instigating the kills versus the roommate, Lori, which mm-hmm. was the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but having, I was like, fine, I'll buy into this. It's We're still having fun. As soon as the wife joined him... And was like, "Oh yeah, baby, shoot her." It's I was like, like we
1: don't what? need another character what right
2: happened? now. Also, that's gross. Stop. Don't talk. And then like he that. shoots her, and what does he say, Lena? I want a divorce. It was awful. <laughs> I'm
0: like, like, that's you. The only reason why you brought her in to say that was so that he could he shoot her a... and say, "I
2: want a divorce." It was awful. Like yeah. I get having camp Ugh. and having fun, but that's too much.
1: Too much. Yeah. Agreed. Too 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 much. Hannah. Um, Finish your martini sip. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's what the show's me, about. You
3: caught me right in the middle. Um, yeah, so I mean, it's it's really just the ending with the DARPA that I could have gone without, but it was very much... That's the ending like, with obvious, the what? With DARPA, where the government agency comes in, they're like, we're gonna... No, oh it's like,
1: God. I don't even know about this scene.
3: At the end, where the, the government agency comes in and they take Shirley or whatever the... the, the sissy. Oh, yeah. sissy. 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 They take Sissy and... They say that they want to use this technology, but they're like, we have to find somebody else to test this out on. Then I'm they sorry, test it what on Daniel. did you watch? I don't remember no, this. Was after no, the credits? Talking
2: about?
1: I don't remember. The yeah, scene. it was after the
3: credits. Oh, oh we left. I did
1: oh, not what? see this. I we didn't see any that of that. Oh, okay.
2: Okay, so <laughs> yeah, it's is that... that happened. Oh, yeah, I,
1: left I, oh, oh, oh yeah, I left too. I didn't even see it. Yeah, I didn't. Spoiler alert!
2: Pretty late. I know. I guess we're not going to go And I was like, is there going to be something? And I was like, probably not. Well, I think there always should be something. Oh shit!
3: Yeah. So DARPA comes. And they take Sissy, and then the whole, like, science crew and Tree go to the government facility, <laughs> and, uh, and the, <laughs> sorry, we have a peanut gallery here, which is distracting. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we should have just, like, vodder on to the episode. It could have been fun to do with four people. It's fine.
3: Um, so then DARPA takes them in, and they're like, we really want to use this technology. We're going to, like, figure out how to, I don't, do something with it. Um. And then, then they go. Well, we need someone to test this out on. So in the last scene of the movie is Danielle. Post credits. Yeah, last post credit scene. Sorry, um, is Danielle waking up and she's now in the Groundhog Day loop? <gasps> oh
2: I would god. love that movie, and I literally oh. have a question I would in here for her Danielle. Was like, if there's a third movie, what would you guys want it? Oh to my be? god, but I would love it to be question. from her perspective. I actually perspective. Perspective.
0: Perspective. Perspective. Perspective.
3: perspective.
1: We're making up words now. That's how many martinis in we are. It's good times. <laughs> Can I, so, can I ask a question, Natalie? Because
2: yeah. I... is <laughs> dying.
1: is dead. Initially, we were not going to combine this episode with these two movies, and I really would like to know, because this movie, I feel like, was marketed as, and was sold as a horror film. Yeah. But I don't necessarily find this to be a horror movie, so i
0: I think it's no. because of all the kills.
1: But can we t- maybe? But can is, we talk more about that? It's a sci-fi
0: movie with horror
3: elements, so there's okay. a slasher. But the movie's not really about. But I like, like dramatic about... elements. Like the stuff yeah, with the no, mom like feels it's...
1: very dramatic to me. And so I actually, I, I, I could have done like... without the stuff
3: with the mom. I mean, I what did you say I did
0: about... I could have done without
3: all the mom <gasps> stuff.
0: <gasps> I liked the mom stuff because I did get a little teary on I it because I was totally like, cried. I'm not gonna lie. But I love Tree's character. I love Tree and I love Jessica Roth and like so. I I liked it. It was a lot. It, it was a lot. I feel like they could cut out a
2: lot of it.
1: Yeah.
2: Hannah, it why didn't you like the mom stuff?
1: Yeah. Um, I feel like that added such heart. Because that
3: was well, a d-
2: dimension, though.
0: That was like a whole...
2: Yeah, but that was a whole...
3: I just feel like it kind of took away from what I wanted out of the movie. And also, I didn't really love the actress that much. So I feel like she oh. kind of took me out of the movie. The mom. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I kept I looking at her,
2: I kept looking at her teeth. Yeah, yeah. Like Whoa. I was like, oh, I don't like those caps.
1: No, like, oh, wow. that's the worst. Oh, and I'm such a teeth person. I didn't even
0: notice that.
2: Really? <laughs> I thought about her teeth every time she was oh, on scene. Wow. I don't know why, but
1: let's talk about what stood out. Who should we be who should we be watching? Is there anybody?
2: I think we all agree, Jessica Roth. She's yeah. just Jessica. so much fun. I think this role was like perfect for her. I really can't see other. Anybody else doing this in the sort of way that she does And I have it.
0: a little trivia for Sean. Do you know oh, um, your favorite, favorite movie besides Call Me By Your Name?
1: You know what's funny? We got through. I don't know if you guys knew this. I I was super
0: excited about this. We got facts. through the
1: last episode without any mention of that film. And yeah. then here you go.
0: No, no, no. no. I'm okay. saying your favorite movie besides I know, that but movie. Which is what? What is that movie? Uh-oh.
1: I mean we talked about this in the it's rom-com episode Emma Stone episode. and La, La, La right. Land
0: okay mm-hmm. and Jessica Roth but it's between Roth...
1: La, La Land and um, Mija Black that's why I'm confused
0: okay Okay. well La La, La, La Land. Land Jessica Roth is in her that her eyes like "Oh
1: really? What the fuck? oh is she a...
0: one of the roommates she's one of the roommates that sings in the dress she's in the green dress but
1: you would never notice that because uh, that yes, scene that, that scene know. is so, that that so that yes, centrally focused on Emma Stone's character that I don't think you would ever get that I'm gonna go back and watch it when you
0: see her
2: face you're like you know yeah. Interesting. And I just was like, oh, I'm going to point that out for Sean. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. Um, I feel like, as much as I want to see, I'm curious how Jessica, Jessica Roth can do in other yeah. roles. I'm yeah, excited to explore that. I with want her. her in everything. Is she a newer <laughs> actress? Like,
1: is she yes. new? Of, to this? Yeah, okay. Um yeah. Yeah,
2: Lala I, was her big. Was her first? Was her first. Okay. The other actor that really. Well, she was in awesome. things, and her name was Rothenberg.
1: So Natalie's sorry. like, it's my turn. It's <laughs> my turn. <laughs>
2: The other thing that, like, the other person that really stood out to me was uh, Sarah Sharna. Is that how you say his name?
1: Yeah, I I think I know who you're talking about. Sharna. Okay.
2: He played Samar. Yeah. Okay. And I just thought, like, he was so fun and captivating on screen. And I know I've seen him in other things. And he's been in, like, Life of Pi. And he's been in a lot of other stuff. Oh, was he the lead in Life Mm -hmm. of Pi? Interesting. And I'd really like to see him. him in a bigger role. I like
0: I like his facial features, I like the way, I I like everything that he does, and I think that him and that girl, Dre, like, Mm -hmm. they really, like, were so cute together, like, the way they, like, talked, and, like, just every, the the character.
1: So I have a similar note, because I, I actually loved everybody in this movie, like, Mm -hmm. I thought the cast was, like, it was perfectly cast, um, and obviously I'm obsessed with Jessica Roth, I literally can't wait to see her in more stuff.
0: I'm so glad you're obsessed with her, because I I love
1: her. I went to follow her on Instagram, like, immediately following, and I was like, did you guys do you follow her on Instagram? No. Oh, she's really interesting. Her fiance is like this like I would expect her to be at this like hot do whatever. Do you
0: think that she looks like Melissa Benoit? Ben- Benoit? I don't know who that is. She's supergirl. She was on Glee. Oh. Me. She was on I'd Glee. Have to see. Like the later years of Glee and she married uh the one guy from Glee, I don't know. They weren't as popular.
1: Oh, I'd have to see that. But I don't know. she's
0: Supergirl now.
1: She's gorgeous, Jessica Roth is stunning. Like I, mean, I, I love fucking her. love her. Yeah. Um. But the thing that I actually thought was really interesting about this, like, the guys in this movie, like, typically in a horror movie, you have like everybody's hot, right? And like the hot people all die whatever. But like this movie, like, no, the guys in this movie were not conventionally hot, like you would think in a movie like this kind. But for some reason, I, that made them more interesting to watch to me. Like, the fact that, like, you had, like, the different ethnicities. And, like, I thought that was kind of cool because I was invested in the character more than, like, thinking about, like, the hot guy.
0: And it all made sense. Like, all of them totally. being friends
1: totally. together. Mm-hmm.
2: And in this, like, science lab. Like a and, real
1: college yes. where you go and meet, like, yes. ethnically diverse people. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, I honestly don't think Jessica Roth... She's cute. I don't think she's, like, drop-dead, no. like, Hollywood hot. But I, think she's she's like, I think she's charming. I think she's charming and would be a hotter one at the college, but realistically looks like some, and even Danielle. Like, they both have interesting features that are unique to like them. Like, you can see them in a f- um, they, they feel like sorority. very, yeah, they feel very, like very real people. Yeah, yeah, totally. They feel
3: very I very mean, real. I really love Jessica Roth. I love the girl that plays Danielle. I really loved all of the, like, nerdy kids. Um, Just everybody in the cast, I think, was, like, really well cast, and everyone's very talented and up-and-coming, except Israel Brouchard fuck him forever basically
2: Basically. so why explain explain to us and the audience what your feelings
1: are i I find him attractive like i went to seek him out afterward because i thought he's like attractive enough to like i want to know a little more about him
3: he is well if you you dig a little deeper and you know a little bit more about him he uh tweeted like a bunch of homophobic and racist things just kidding and then then kind of didn't back. back down from them really um so yeah, what's not funny is I actually band.
1: thought that he was kind of gay. Like there was no. like a gay. L- he reminded me. Did you guys see a movie called Eurotrip? Trip? Super random. Yes. No. Okay. He reminded me of like the lead kid in that movie where I was like, "You're kind of gay, but like you're likable enough to play a straight guy." Maybe Isn't
2: that's why that he has DJ those feelings.
0: Quip. Yeah, Quip. Quip. DJ Quip. DJ Quip. DJ. I don't know. What that, that was, that was in Road Trip. Yeah. DJ Probably Qualls. Qualls.
2: DJ
1: Qualls.
0: Qualls.
1: Okay. If nobody He was I'll...
0: the lead in Euro Trip, I think.
2: Think so. I think he was on road trip. Yeah. And like that was like Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: The Sorry. really skinny skinny guy? Yes. I think so. Okay. Did you guys like do you have a euro trip thing? You both are like
3: Oh, no. <laughs> I just think that I may be one of the few people in my friend group that has seen Euro trip cuz I've definitely talked about it before.
1: I fucking love that movie. Like because I could watch that movie young. over That's and over what? and over again and it's like you feel like you're in Europe. Like it's this amazing film anyway. Oh. Sorry.
0: It's an amazing film,
1: and there's a lot of penises. Yes, there are. Oh,
2: really? <gasps> yeah.
1: Natalie's, Natalie's like sold. <laughs> She's like, "Can we watch it now? Fuck be- the Oscars."
2: I rented it on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Purchased. Sorry, Hannah, we interrupted you.
3: That's okay. No, I mean it's really just what, like, reiterating what everyone else is said and gushing about everybody in this in the cast other than Israel.
2: Do you feel like they were committed to casting him again because he was in the first and? They're Did he do the tweets
1: prior to the sequel?
3: Yes. Um, yes. Interesting. Yeah, because it was all of this. The Twitter stuff kind of came out right after um, the first one. No. no, it was it was oh, right God, after God. To All the Boys I Love Before it came out, I've which seen is that too? a yes. great yes. film. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that
2: movie.
1: Well, Israel, I was gonna say you're hot, but go fuck you still off have now.
0: Haven't seen
2: that. Huh? Uh, my we'll martini score on this movie is a two. There's. You know, it was enjoyable. I it's I didn't over at the top love it. I still partially love the first one mm-hmm. more. That will always be
1: interesting. Have, I have to a, watch it now.
2: That to me will always still have a special place in my heart. It was. Does I it love that. I'll send it to you right now. Honestly, it's great. It's Does it so tickle weird. you? It doesn't tickle me, but I love it. Oh. It's so um, great. This So this is, too, this was an enjoyable new take on doing this movie of, like, how are we going to repeat and do a sequel of this? And I thought this was a really original idea of how to carry on the story. And I'm kind of curious what the third's going to be. And if it's more Danielle, I think that that's also kind of really fun. I'd love to see that.
1: And I will say, as a first-time watcher of, like, the genre – like not the genre, but, like, this particular franchise, I – Loved it, mm-hmm. and I definitely want to go back and watch the first one now. You'll love it, um, and I would also give it a two. I would, I would watch it again for I, sure, but yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Movie I'm, at a all
0: time. I'm a two. I'm a two. You're two. Everything that you said, two. Cool. Hannah, um,
3: I would also say two. Um, I really hope they don't do a third one though. Oh
0: really? Oh.
1: Like
3: as but as much as I would,
0: you want Danielle to be third? No.
1: Is this like a oh. Sex in the City thing where you're like, they've done enough, let's stop? Well,
3: so I just I, think I, it'd be just...
0: so interesting with her because you could take it a whole nother level.
3: Maybe, like, ditzy, but I think, I think it's, like, law of diminishing returns at this point. Like, yeah. I loved the first true. one so much. The second so one I really enjoyed, but I didn't love true. as much as the first. Mm-hmm. I really don't want them to, like, completely blow out the franchise by doing a third one.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's hard because I was a little bit irritated with the idea that they're doing a second. And was like, like, this isn't really a movie that I want to see redone again. And we, because it's. One of, because it's a Groundhog's Day thing, we relive this so many times with her. So I've seen this over and over and over again already in the one movie. Mm-hmm. So I think the fresh take that they had on it, I was like, okay, this kind of made it feel not as bad and not as stale as I thought it could have been. Well,
1: and One of the things I wanted to say is that like, I was expecting from the first few scenes with the first kid at the beginning, I was like oh, God, we're going to have to watch the same scene over and over and over again for two hours. Mm-hmm. But I liked that they did enough of, like, a variation of things to lead you to a different directions. That that's what made it interesting to me. Because if it was, like, Groundhog Day, where you literally have to watch the same movie, like, the same yeah. four minutes again for two hours, well, like, that would have killed me.
0: have to warn you, going back to the first movie, you are going to get a little bit of More that. of that?
1: Okay. But, mm-hmm.
0: but it, it's will intentional. Give you, it will give you an appreciation to, like, what why she was so angry the first time walking out of that building. Yeah. Knowing the guy is going to pass out, knowing that the car alarm is going to go off, knowing that I you would tell you And like, it, it give I you, would tell
1: like, you that like, I actually you... got that. Like all of those things made sense to me. And I had assumed but that they like harkened back to the original or something.
0: It's funny each time she does it. Cause she's just like, what? and then she's like, okay. And then she's like, she gets with in it. it. Yeah. yeah
1: mm-hmm. so. I feel like they conveyed enough of that context in this one to yeah. where like, I didn't need the first one. Like it all made sense to me. Still yeah. having not seen it. Yeah.
2: Well, cool. I think that was super fun.
1: Yeah, this episode's been like 12 hours long, so thank you for paying attention. Well,
2: you know, new idea of doing a double feature and really like spending some time to kind of.
1: It's like watching a double feature. You'd spend four hours watching a double feature. Exactly. And
2: we're watching, we want to give a lot of light to horror movies and make sure that our audience knows that we're talking about these and can enjoy it as well we have a lot of other movies that we need to watch and talk about too and so Tori
1: if you're still with us we appreciate you listening to us <laughs> two days to and from work
2: and Hannah oh my gosh thank you so much yeah for thank you it was so fun being on. thank you for having Good. me we'll have you for another episode in yeah, the future we'll talk more about movies okay. anytime perfect
1: As always, we want to thank you for listening. For more information, please be sure to visit themartiniscale.com, where you can find links for all of our social channels in addition to show notes and more.
0: If you haven't already, please head over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review us. It helps others discover the show. We'll see you next time. Cheers. Cheers!